Welcome back to Kitten and Her Wolves HQ. We are now recording the next episode of our podcast. We are dedicated to unifying the kink and swinging lifestyles to allow all those that want to to explore the world of BDSM, kink, fetish, ethical non-monogamy and swinging without judgment, but with knowledge, understanding and respect of others. So if you're curious about these lifestyles and you want to learn more, you've come to the right place. And today I'm here talking about aftercare and why it's really, really important. This podcast contains adult content and is aimed at those over 18. So if you're under that or, you know, easily offended, please stop listening now. Um, But if you're over 18 and are looking to broaden your mind, then welcome along. Wolf and I are a married couple. We started out six years ago as DS play partners, um, but a deep bond and love blossomed somewhere between Neil and Yessa. Over the time we've been together, we have transformed each other's lives from a bumpy start into the world of kink, fetish and BDSM all the way through to non-monogamy and a lifestyle we're super proud to be a part of. We want to share our stories, experience and tales or adventures we've had along the way. Not only that, we're here to educate you as you enter an alternative lifestyle. There are episodes on many different aspects of the kinky world, as well as reviews of kit we use, clubs we visit and events we attend, but also some where we'll entertain you and arouse you with stories of our experiences, all in a bid to help you feel comfortable entering with your eyes open as well as your mind. So if you find this podcast useful, entertaining or arousing, and maybe all three, and wish to support us in our mission and helping people get into this world safely and with, was, and with as much usable knowledge as possible, then head over to Patreon via the link in the show notes and show your support. But you can also do this showing your support by following and subscribing to the podcast on Spotify, the only place you'll find our podcast, and interact with the questions and polls below the episodes as well as like, share, save and comment on our social media posts. Now, let's get into the episode. So, let's get into it. What is aftercare? Aftercare is what happens directly after a play session or scene has has finished. Uh, BDSM play is not just flogging, spanking or impact play or anything else that you may do. There is a lot to it. Aftercare looks different to everyone and it involves giving emotional and physical care to your play partner, incorporates love and care um, into that relationship that you have, even if it is just platonic. It's mostly going to be the dom checking in with the sub and providing what they need, but it does go the other way as well, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. It is key, you know, to making sure the, the sub is feeling good about the scene and what they've experienced. Um, you know, if there are any bruises, you're going to ice them. If there are injuries, then tend to them. Uh, BDSM play releases endorphins. You know, the pain you welcome during play sessions releases endorphins, the happy hormones, but they can overwhelm your body. You may have experienced it at other times when, you know, maybe when you've done a heavy workout and you feel really good afterwards, endorphins are being released or something really great happens, the crescendo of something you've been working towards, endorphins are released. And sometimes you might feel... Um, a little bit of a down on the other side of that. And that is the same with when you hit a high of an orgasm. It can cause a bit of a drop and make you feel bad, like something's missing. Um, So aftercare can prevent that shock from setting in after the session and help you kind of coast back to a normal state on the other side. Um, And aftercare alongside consent is what sets BDSM apart from actual abuse, violence and coercion. And part of your discussion and communication before setting out in your relationship as a, you know, a DS play partners or within a a play scenario, this this should be included. So just a quick note, what is subspace and handling it? Um, A sub will know what makes them feel good, what when um, 
they've been in play and by communicating this you know beforehand you sit down and you have a chat um, and if they hit such a high that they fall into subspace this communication of, of their aftercare that you've had beforehand um, you know is done and allows the dom to then start aftercare as soon as possible to help the sub recover in a safe space and if done correctly and adequately the sub will feel safe and appreciated after their sexual boundaries have been pushed to such a limit you know within their um their set out consent area but it is something that i know i've experienced uh, once or twice you literally have such a high you've been whether you've been on the edge of orgasm or you've been so highly aroused that when you actually come the drop is so significant um and the come down is so much different you know a normal orgasm might just be that you're in bed and you kind of go into sleep and it's a nice way or sometimes you know we were talking about mutual masturbation in the last episode you have this sense of surge of energy but sometimes when you've had a heavy amount of play involved as well and then you've come or you've stopped and you've come out of that scenario you then have this drop that you have to deal with and there's a lot more to it but we'll we'll go into it another time so how do you do it so aftercare looks different to each and every person, and it can be as simple as enveloping your submissive in a blanket and laying them down and holding them. It could be making a sandwich for them, a specific one that they want, giving them chocolate or sweets. Um, it is a very individual thing um, and very personal. And as I said before, it can be simple. It doesn't have to be a huge gesture. You know, driving the sub home after play, making sure they're self um, as well as okay. Uh, taking a shower together, cuddling, talking about the scene and the sex and what was good, drinking water, helping them get back to the cell themselves in a way that is right for them, you know, and that's you will have discussed that when you've um, had your conversations beforehand. If your play scene or session has been a bit heavy, then you know, with impact play, then you may need to do more physical aftercare, you know, such as gently massaging rope marks or making sure there is feeling in all areas as you remove restraints and things like that. And why is it important? It is important each and every time you play, from the first time to the millionth time. It tells your submissive, thank you for letting me share this very personal experience with you and witness the joy it brings both of us. It displays an acknowledgement and humility and appreciation of them. And it makes them feel safe to want to come back again. If you don't do it, then you're going to you know, be very lonely when you play. What isn't aftercare? Anything that demonstrates the person that you don't care about them or that, that you feel ashamed or embarrassed about what you did together. It can be hurtful to the submissive. They relinquish control to you and lay themselves bare. And if you then don't give them appreciation or acknowledgement or, um, you know, sharing with them what happened between you, then, you know, that's going to be really hurtful. And I've been there. That's It's not a great place to be. When somebody, you know, just kind of discards you um, like you were just something that they wanted and now they don't want you. That's not cool. You know, sneaking out in the morning or sneaking out when they've fallen asleep during, you know, you've kind of laid them in a blanket, they've fallen asleep and you fuck off. No, don't fucking do that. It's such a dick move. And, you you know, they're not going to come back. You know, being aloof or treating them as just something to be played with um it's definitely not going to lead to a repeat performance right um sex is very rarely emotionless because good sex that rewards both sides is filled with emotions it's filled with uh communication it's filled with smiles it's filled with joy and touch and things like that so if you 
have had emotionless sex, you need to question, was it good sex? Was it consenting sex? Was it what we both wanted? You know, so think about that. And if you think about it, even after vanilla sex, you give each other a certain amount of aftercare, even if it is you just, you know, lying next to each other, holding hands or cuddling in while you both kind of your heart rates come back down, your breathing returns to normal. So it's it's there even. But if you think of it like this, the higher you fly, the higher and bigger the orgasm, for example, the softer the pad you're going to need when you land. So if you have an intense, fucking amazing orgasm, you're going to need a good amount of aftercare afterwards. I'm not left to, you know, kind of fend to yourself, fend for yourself. So here are some aftercare ideas. So physical aftercare ideas, you know, removing the restraints for your submissive, not getting them to do them for themselves, getting them something to eat or drink, something that they've re- either requested, water, um, a sweet drink of some description, getting them a blanket, kissing and caressing parts that have been marked in play, giving affection in a quiet, safe environment, having a bath or shower together. Emotional, you know, discussing how you both felt, discuss the good, the bad, giving reassurance to, you know, to continue to make sure that you kind of talk through any negative feelings, you know, discussing improvements for next time, because hopefully there will be if you've done all of this right. Does everyone need it? Now, there may be occasions when someone prefers to be alone at the end of a scene, and this is something you need to negotiate, especially if it's different from another playtime you've had together. And at the start of any relationship, um, in the BDSM world, you need to, you know, constantly communicate to find the right balance of aftercare for you and your partner, especially depending on different things. You might have different aftercare requirements. Um, and aftercare can also change once a, a session has ended. You know, any requests that are different from what you've previously could requested or discussed at the beginning should be respected and carried out promptly. And even if you know, the submissive wanted um, chocolate and then they say they don't, they just want a glass of water, then just respect that. Don't force what they said before on them um, unless it's something that you know that they're going to need because their blood sugar is really low. Um, So, yeah. And it's not just for subs by doms. Doms can experience a drop as much as subs do um, and they need the emotional connection as well as giving and having a loving and affectionate feeling towards each other. Aftercare is very important and there aren't any firm guidelines, uh, but with open and honest conversations to accept the needs of the other person and make sure everyone is happy and satisfied after a scene, you're going to have a bloody good time. So that's a little breakdown on aftercare and why it is so important. So make sure if you're playing with someone in a BDSM relationship and doing kinky things together, make sure you've had a discussion about how you want to come down on the other side so that you make sure that you both leave it feeling amazing and that you want to come back and have a repeat performance. Okay, so you might have heard that we've been nominated for the UK Fetish Awards. Um, We were surprised, we were shocked. It is brilliant. We are super excited. We're going to be going down to the awards, um, but we're up against some stiff competition, so we could really use your help. We're in the online magazine and uh, blog category for the only podcast that is nominated so we could really use your votes so if you click the link in the show notes it will take you straight there and you can vote every day and between now and the first of november so get clicking get sharing and you know let's see how far we go
And we are getting towards the end of 2023 and we've had such an amazing year. So we're going to celebrate this amazing year with a Christmas party. On the 2nd of December, we're going to be descending on Club Uniques in Leicester and having a good old Christmas party. So there is going to be bubbles on arrival. There is going to be a buffet. There is going to be some tasteful party games. Me and Wolf are currently undecided on what these will be, but we will have some fun games for you to enjoy, as well as enjoying the kinky side of the club and getting to know other people. And those that we want to thank are going to get some invitations. So if you want to join us, click the link in the bio. The tickets are available. Oh, will they be available? Hmm, let's see. Click the link and sign up to our emails and find out when they become available, which will be within the next week. Thanks very much for listening today and we'll see you next time. Stay kinky.